Welcome to the most nutritious hour of business talk all week. This is Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. Your host and moderator is Bonnie D. Graham. You'll hear from the innovators who have learned to use game-changing technologies to shake up the status quo and help move today's businesses in new directions. Now, here's Bonnie D. Graham. Welcome, welcome, welcome times 15. If you want to run with the Game Changers, you are absolutely in the right place. Welcome to part one of our five-week annual prediction special. We're looking ahead to 2018. I have five quotes about predictions that are my favorites. Let me read them fast, and then we'll get to our special guests. Eric Hoffer said, the only way to predict the future is to have power to shape the future. Hmm. Alan Kay said, the best way to predict the future is to invent it. I think they said the same thing. Albert Einstein said, I never think of the future. It comes soon enough. Very wise. Alvin Toffler said, change is the process by which the future invades our lives. And Andy Warhol said, in the future, everyone will be famous for 15 minutes. And that's our theme today. We're going to have four guests, four thought leaders every 15 minutes sharing their insights. So if you're wishing and hoping, dreaming and praying, no, I won't sing it, for a real-time crystal ball that will give you a sneak preview into what 20 2018 may bring for your company, your industry in the world, stick around because we've got the next best thing. Today is December 6th and next week the 13th and on January 3, 10 and 17, you will hear more than 70, count them, 70 thought leaders sharing their lightning speed predictions on the technologies, the strategies and the trends that can help you grow and compete better next year and beyond. You might say this annual special is, I like to call it predictions on steroids. So live today insights from 15 and pour yourself a cup of joe earl or break out the dom early and join us for our 2018 prediction special part one live let me tell you who my first four guests are they are waiting patiently in the wings to spring their predictions on us john santigate research manager at idc manufacturing insights focused on the latest technology trends shaping the business environment that's what we want to know andrew mack is principal of am global consulting a specialized washington Washington, D.C.-based consulting firm that helps companies and NGOs do more and better business in emerging markets. Professor Rajiv Srinivasan is an adjunct faculty in innovation at the Indian Institute of Management in Bangalore. He's a member of the National Task Force on Innovation and was a member of the panel that created India's first intellectual property rights policy. And rounding out this segment, Nancy L. Schick Esquire. She's an attorney arbitrator and mediator based in New York City. She's the founder of The Law Studio of Nancy L. Schick, creator of Third Ear Conflict Resolution Process, and she was recently invited to serve as an ICERM representative to the United Nations and earned a certificate in ethno-religious conflict mediation. Powerful panel. John Santigate, everybody say good morning, all four of you, Nancy and John and Andrew, everybody say hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good. That's what I wanted to hear. John Santigate, you're up first. I'd love to hear your predictions. You've got two minutes on the clock. Let's go. Thank you, Bonnie. Um, yeah, you know, my, my prediction for this segment here today is I believe 2018 will be a breakout year for service robots. Service robots, uh, you know, the, the market's really interested in, in what robots have to offer. I think the, uh, the technology has really matured. And when I say service robots, I'm talking about robots, you know, that aren't just your uh, robotic arms in manufacturing, uh, but things that we're going to start seeing uh, in more public-facing areas and more frequently in our business, um, you know, our business operations, things like robots in, uh, in fulfillment, 
uh, robots in hospitality. Imagine a robot bringing uh, bringing your room service to your room at a hotel, uh, and even security robots. Uh, I've increasingly seeing uh, tremendous growth for robots that are providing secure physical security services. And so, you know, my prediction is really around the the idea that you know the robots aren't coming; the robots are here. That is so exciting. I can't imagine a robot knocking on the door or doing something on the door in a hotel and saying, ma'am, here are your eggs exactly the way you ordered them. Thank you very much. One question, John Santagate. Do you tip the robot, the service robot? If you've got good manners. <laughs> and maybe we need Bitcoin for that. I'm not so sure. Thank you very much. Love that one. I'm going to tweet that. Andrew Mack, AM Global Consulting. You're up next, Andrew. What are your predictions? So, so Bonnie, I have two. One about smart cities and the other one about ag tech. Um, I think both are growth areas for 2018. Uh, smart cities, because of budget cuts, the need to do more with less, uh, perceptions of risk around security, climate, employment, and just the fact that there are a lot of new technologies that are specifically aimed at governments that are coming out of small business. Uh, the big question for me on the smart city side is trust. We've had all kinds of data breaches and voices questioning the whole idea of government. And so can we build more trust? I want to know my data. If, if I don't have a reasonable expectation of privacy any longer, maybe, maybe I, at least I want to have the, the feeling that my data is serving me as, as an asset. And so can we create tools for trust? I think that's a, that's a big opportunity. I see there is a, a chance to expand smart, the smart cities idea into smaller, uh, less economically developed nations. And so my quote on smart cities is that smart cities are partnership cities. On the ag tech side, I think that this, this is a sector that's gotten really, really hot. I think it's going to get even hotter. Uh, that's partly because of just the amount of, uh, of, of loss that, that's in the system. The system has been not, not very efficient. Uh, huge demand in cities and uh, the, the fact that small-scale agriculture is, is, is the largest employer in the world. Um, big question for us is logistics. Can we get product to market better? Uh, the good news is, is that uh, connectivity, physical infrastructure, things like that are improving a lot. And so uh, my prediction is I expect to see more app-based solutions, including one that we're working on called Agromobile, that's going to link farmers and markets. And the quote here is, I think we need to think of small-scale of agriculture less as culture and more as real enabled tech business. Very interesting. Thank you very much. I'm intrigued by your mention that trust is a key in terms of the growth area in smart cities and privacy. That's going to be a hot potato, I think, for a long time to come. Thank you, Andrew Mack. And let's now turn to Professor Rajiv Srinivasan. Rajiv, we're ready for your predictions. Go ahead. Thanks, Vani. Um, Actually, I think um, Andrew gave me an excellent uh, uh, intro in the sense that what I'm talking about is the trust and the digitization, smart cities and agriculture support that the Indian government is planning to bring out. And all this is based on an immense effort called Adar, which means foundation in Sanskrit. It's an effort to digitize the data and the biometrics of, you know, all 1.2 billion residents of India. And that's pretty much under control. They've done that. This is a 12-digit number, unique ID that you get and it is connected to your fingerprints and to your iris scan. And with that, the government expects several things to happen. One is that uh, you'll be able to improve efficiency. Second is that uh, you'll have a single nationwide tax system, which means it's going to be a lot easier to uh, work in India and, you know, 
transport goods across the country. And uh, furthermore, this ID is one that will help the government track down anybody who's doing funny things about tax evasion or mm-hmm. uh, there is this trend for corruption. As you know, in most emerging markets, India is not immune to that at all. And also, there's a lot of real estate here, which is quite interesting. That's been uh, registered not under the real owner's name, but under some proxies. So the government wants to root out all these things and you know, put land records, etc., uh, on blockchains. So all this put together will probably mean that there will be a far more efficient digitized India with uh, uh, paperless and um, presence-less mechanisms for delivery of services and, and cashless also. Now, there, is, there are a couple of concerns that have been raised and that, that's again going back to what Andrew said about trust. Um, will you be able to trust the government to mm-hmm. retain or maintain the privacy of your information? That's one question. The second is, do they really uh, uh, pay attention to demanding consent from you before releasing your data? So these are, these are a couple of questions that are hot in India at this time. But on average, this thrust that's leading towards digitizing 1.2 billion people and all their interactions with both the government and with each other. So, for example, we have this mechanism today that you can send small amounts of money from your phone to your vegetable vendor or your uh, taxi guy or something like that, which means you don't have to carry cash around. And, and, and uh, of course, uh, you don't have to. I mean, of course, it will show up in the tax, pay, tax uh, man's audits. But this is what is exciting me, uh, the, the arrival of India. And also, one more thing before I finish, is that this is going to make the supply chain a lot more transparent because blockchain is going to be there and this uh, ID. Therefore, India will probably become much more of a factor in world trade in the next year. Thank you, Rajiv. Wonderful. And Nancy Schick, we saved the last two minutes for you. Please go ahead. Yeah, so I, it's it's interesting. I think last year I also ended up with a lot of the technology people, and uh, you know I love tech, but I I also love to bring the uh, the personal issues that that arise around that um, together with it. So I think last year I predicted that we're going to see more conversations about difficult issues, and we're actually seeing that happening. And I think it's going to shift some of the the training in human resources, for example, from that don't get sued mentality to actually looking at the opportunities in diversity and how we can expand from that viewpoint instead of always the fear-based. In law, I think we're going to see actually probably some restrictions on uh, things like Bitcoin. So I know you're talking about... um, the, uh, the, the, the chain and, and, and new digital data and also digitizing a lot more records, um, I think that's going to continue to raise the issues on privacy also. Um, there is a lower expectation of privacy now than there has been in years past because of our voluntary use of things like social media. So I think we'll continue to see that. And overall, I think we're just going to see a simplification. In one way, we're moving so quickly with technology that I think we're seeing a little bit on the personal end a backlash where people are looking for lower tech solutions such as just simplifying their lives. And I think that's all a good thing. So not only is it a prediction, but it's also a call to action. Thank you very much, Nancy. I have just enough time, one minute left, to ask each of you what's your favorite holiday drink, because we always say what's in your cup today. So quickly, let's go around the table. John Santigate, what will you be drinking for the holiday fast? It has to be eggnog. 
Oh, I like that. A little bit of nutmeg on top, maybe, a little bit of rum, or are we not doing rum this year? Certainly rum, all reliable. <laughs> Thank you. Andrew Mack, what will be in your cup for the holidays? Uh, I think, uh, Bobby, I'm going to stick with the Balvini Caribbean cast 14-year-old whiskey uh, with a couple of cubes of ice and a brandy snifter. Ooh, smart man. That sounds delicious. Rajiv, what are you going to be drinking for the holiday? Well, it's 85 degrees here, and so it's not, you know, holiday cheer the way you guys have it. So I think I'll just stick to my green tea. I like that. And Nancy Schick in New York City, what are you drinking for holiday? I think I'm going to go with my my latest drink that I'm kind of hot on, which is a ginger turmeric latte. Ooh, that sounds complex and delicious. And you know what? I probably will have a little something wonderful with alcohol in it for New Year's, but right now you know the drill. They only let me have non-caffeinated beverages on radio show days, so it's water. (laughs) So I want to thank the four of you, John Santagate, hugs and best wishes for holiday. Same to Andrew Mack, Professor Rajiv Srinivasan, and Nancy Elshik, Esquire. We're going to say goodbye to the four of you. We've got four more guests waiting in the wings. We'll be right back. Bonnie D. Graham, this is part one of our 2018 prediction special. We're rocking predictions on steroids. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Aaron out. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The time for enterprise mobility is now, according to IDC. By 2013, over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology, comprising 34.9% of the workforce. The impact of mobility on business is clear. Increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision-making in real time, no matter where they are. SAP and Sybase and SAP Company offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP. SAP systems for secure access to business processes anytime, anywhere, and on any device. www.sap.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're enjoying Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. You can send an email to bonnie.d.gram at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet your questions and comments during and after the show at Twitter, hashtag SAPRADIO. Now, let's get back to Coffee Break with Game Changers. Here we go. This is part two of part one of our 2018 prediction specials. We call it Predictions on Steroids. Next up in this segment, I have three of my four guests. Let's see if the fourth one calls in. Let me tell you who they are. Brian Kilcourse, no stranger to Game Changers Radio. He's recognized as one of the top retail technology leaders in the United States. He's the managing partner at RSR Research. That's Retail Systems Research, LLC, a company focused on delivering research strategies and 
and knowledge for the extended retail industry. Joining him on the panel is Dr. Sarah Diamond. She is the president of OCAD, OCAD, all in caps, University Canada's, get this, University of the Imagination. I wish I had one of those when I was going to college. She's an appointee, excuse me, I'm sitting up straighter now, Sarah, of the Order of Ontario in the Royal Canadian Academy of Artists and a recipient of the Queen's Diamond Jubilee Medal for Service to Canada. I'm impressed. And also impressive is Sherry Ann Meyer. She's been a human resources specialist, a technology manager, writer, and speaker. And currently, she serves as the expert for human resources, business processes, and technology at ASUG. That's America's SAP Users Group. So welcome. Aaron, do we have Prithvi or he's not on with us? Let me just mention who... Not on? Okay, Prithvi Sancharma is hopefully joining us. He's an Indian entrepreneur and founder at Prakshep, a data science company analyzing satellite imagery using artificial intelligence to make Earth data massively available. Woohoo! Okay, so let's get started. Mr. Brian Kilcourse, you've done this before. Brian, I'm giving you two minutes, and we'd love to know your predictions for next year. You're up. Well, thanks, Bonnie. Uh, of course, my focus has been on the greater uh, retail ecosystem, and there have been tumultuous changes that have been going on since the introduction of the iPhone in 2007. What I think is going to happen in the next in the next year or two years is really the, essentially the continuation of the reinvention of the store toward uh, becoming more of an experience center. Um, and, and part and parcel of that is, is the use of information and technology to, to create very personalized value propositions to consumers. This is where AI comes in. Um, there's a lot of chat about what, you know, what AI is and what it isn't, but what it really means to consumers is that they will be presented with value propositions in the digital domain, even if they're in the physical store that are more pertinent to their, to their need. So I'm, I think that's, that's going to continue. We're going to continue to see a weeding out between retailers who get that and retailers that don't. And finally, as it relates to that, it starts to think a little bit about a, a digital overlay or a digital shadow of a physical um, operating environment. And retailers in particular need to take that more seriously, the digital, um, if you will, twin of their physical environment and how consumers are going to interact with the digital twin before they start talking to the physical uh, side of the business. So I think that's going to be a big change. On the flip side, I start, I'm starting to think that consumers are going to be uh, uh, pushing back a little bit on complexity, and they're going to want for some um, simplification of all of these wild offers that are available to them. So I think that we're going to start to see um, a little bit of a push toward um, um, just keeping it simple, keeping it straightforward, keeping it easy to consume. Okay, thank you very much, Aaron. We just found out Prithvi couldn't get through on the line, so we're just going to have to say thank you very much. He's not able to join us. Let's move to Dr. Sarah Diamond, president of OCAD University. Sarah, love to hear your predictions. Hi there. Go um, ahead. Three things I wanted to mention. First of all, um, we're seeing a real uptake of, of visualization, not only in terms of uh, data scientists, but uh, we're really seeing the expectation that many different professionals within a, an organization have the capacity to understand visualization tools and literacy. And we're also seeing community activism in a very exciting way where um, visualization is being used, and I mean data-based visualization, not just infographics, to really argue um, and um, really uh, introduce a level of democracy that I think is very exciting. 
the coupling of uh, artificial intelligence, uh, you know, within data visualization also allows new kinds of tool sets to um, be able to emerge. And uh, interest in data on the edges and outliers, uh, not necessarily seeing those data as somehow uh, dirty or um, not related to the question that needs to be asked, but in fact, allowing us to understand emerging trends, especially when we use uh, machine learning in that context. Uh, lots of growth in um, using mapping uh, software technologies such as Esri's uh, City Engine, some of the SAP products, as we see a big move to smart city development. So that's a big trend. Um, the second is um, there, were, there were predictors who said that virtual reality in its second phase would not take off. Um, I would say they're not right. Um, you know, we're seeing in the U.S. market alone a doubling in 2018 of a, what is now a $6 billion market. And we're looking at VR being used in all kinds of exciting ways like health and medical applications, empathy training for doctors. That's one of my favorites, um, supporting what it's like to feel, uh, uh, you know, really disoriented if you have um, Alzheimer's or dementia. So not just the gaming industry, which is a huge driver, but I think we're looking at multi-uses of uh, different kinds of VR and uh, 3D virtual tools for marketers, for example. And then finally, um, ultra-personal health testing. And uh, we've seen some important disruptions in this space. Uh, one of my favorites is something called Leah Diagnostics, which is a pregnancy test. And it's a flushable test uh, for uh, women to have a sustainable, very private way for women to find out if they're pregnant or not, you know, kind of early stage. Mm. And uh, I think we're seeing some other kinds of products, lots of products into the market that really continue to disrupt that um, reliance on, um, on, you know, the medical profession and, and one's own position to help one uh, chart one's future and understand one's health. And this is good. It means more responsibility for uh, one's own health care and well-being. Those are three trends that I see really growing. Thank you, Sarah. All very important. Sherry Ann Meyer, I saved time for you. Go ahead. Thanks, Bonnie. So usually, Bonnie, as you know, I take these prediction episodes very seriously. But one <laughs> thing I have learned is that creative creativity works best when we don't take ourselves too seriously. So not taking myself too seriously this year. I've done a lot of traveling this year, and there's been a lot about travel in the news. We've had self-driving cars, buses, planes, trains, right? This is all I want, self-service snacks on the airplane. I want to sit down, select my option, have it delivered to my seat by something other than a steward or a stewardess, God bless them, for what they do, but they take up the aisle with said refreshment carts that no one on the plane can get to the restaurant for a full hour, and then people are getting cranky, so I don't know what it is, hydraulics, pulley, lever, whatever mechanism it is. I think what we need, actually, is Uber plane eats as Uber is now a generic term for anything mobilized. So I order what I want before I sit down, and it's there in my seat. So I, I think that's not too far off, actually. Sherry Ann, what, what um, would those snacks be? Just tell me fast. What, what would you have them serve you? <laughs> oh, all the typical things that they have. I mean, they already have a, a standard menu. Give me the standard menu. Um, you know, the, nut, the almonds, the, the pretzels, the cheese and crackers, some fresh fruit, um, and, and let me have it when I get to my seat. My beverages. I love <laughs> it. I love it. You're you're cracking us up. And Sherry, and what's your what's your uh, your second part of your prediction? We still have time. Go ahead. <laughs> so getting more serious now. Um, you know, last year I talked about the job market and people should head into security, and I think we've seen that. You know, mm-hmm. that's getting more and more important than ever. Um, but also with technology, you know, I focus a lot on technology. McKinsey is reporting that about 800 million jobs could be lost to automation by 2030. 
And I actually think that that switch is going to happen a little bit earlier than that. But really, what does that mean? Presumably, it means better attempts at employee engagement and the softer skills in the workplace by HR, right? Um, but I actually predicted increased application of technology to this situation. Um, you're going to see more technology monitoring and managing people. Um, we're going to see blockchain te- technology becoming the status quo in tracking who employees are and what they do in their work time off as well as working, validating their education and their family and their friends. Forget the FBI. It's going to be the Corporate Bureau of Investigation. Ooh, Corporate Bureau of Investigation. Well, CBI, they had a, a TV series on California Bureau of Investigation. They called themselves the CBI. I don't know if you remember that one. So we're going to have to come up yeah. with a different set of set of letters for that. Fascinating, Sherry Ann. And Sherry Ann, you're still doing what you've been doing at ASUG. We haven't talked in a while. Everything's still good? I, I am, and we're expanding more and more into cloud technologies. I've been doing a lot of traveling, a lot of educating, meeting a lot of SAP customers. It's been um, a really fun and educating year for me. Wonderful. Glad to hear it. And we still have a little bit of time for the three of you on the line to tell me what your favorite drink for the holiday is going to be. I'm looking for a personal prediction. Brian Kilkoris, what are you planning to drink, either Christmas holidays or New Year's or both? Uh, one of the great joys of living in Northern California is I'm near the Anchor Steam Beer Company, and every year they put out a Christmas ale. It's different every year. It's a local delight, and I'm going to get myself a six-pack of that and sit down with a few of my favorite people and do just exactly that, drink it. That's lovely. And Dr. Sarah Diamond, what are you going to be drinking over the holidays? Well, I'm actually off to um, Anguilla, which was um, heavily hit by Irma, and uh, kind of mm. like Puerto Rico. And uh, we're going where some of the first tourists in. There's no power, um, but there will be a Caribbean rum punch. I'm just <laughs> certain of it. So I'm looking forward to helping to stimulate the tourism industry in this uh, island I just love staying with the family there, who are good friends, and, uh, you know, making sure that we consume enough rum punch to really help drive the Anguilla economy back on its on, on its Well, wheels. bravo to you for having the faith and the confidence to go there and start restart tourism. I applaud you for that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sherry Ann, Sherry Ann even, even if it's liquid, uh, liquid advocacy, it sounds delicious. Sherry Ann, what are you planning to drink for the holiday? Well, the Caribbean rum punch is sounding really good, but I'm going to stay local. We have a lot of wineries here where I live in Pennsylvania, and there's one right down the road for me, Vinecrest Winery in Vinesville, and they have a spiced winter wine, which is lovely, just warmed up a little bit. Ooh, that sounds good. Do you put a cinnamon stick in that for authenticity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds lovely. You don't have one. You drink it anyway, right? But, there you, you go. Know, I know. Stick I know. to it. There you go. It makes it very pretty. We want some selfies of that one. I want to thank Brian. I want to send my holiday wishes to Brian and Sarah and Sherry Ann. We're going to take a break now. We've got about 90 seconds until we come back. Uh, yes, until we come back. And we're going to have four more guests joining us on the panel. I won't tell you who they are until they're on the line. And I'm Bonnie D. Graham. And kids, all they let me drink is non-caffeinated beverages on radio show day. So I'm still my water, but I have a beautiful vintage, uh, see if this gets anybody, a beautiful vintage Nescafe. It says Nestle on the bottom, and it's the world globe around a very thick, round, short mug, and they were a giveaway in the 1970s from Nestle and Nescafe, and I collect them, and I find them on eBay, and I have a whole set of these. They're gorgeous mugs. They're heavy, and they're great for a cup of espresso. That's coming up later. So thank 
thank you to the three of you. Have a happy holiday. And thank you to everybody listening. And we will be right back. So don't even think of touching. Oh, you know the drill. We'll be back. Aaron out. business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The time for enterprise mobility is now, according to IDC. By 2013, over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology, comprising 34.9% of the workforce. The impact of mobility on business is clear. Increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision-making in real time, no matter where they are. SAP and Sybase and SAP Company offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP systems for secure access to business processes anytime anywhere and on any device www.sap.com when it comes to business you'll find the experts here voice america business network You're enjoying Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. You can send an email to bonnie.d.gram at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet your questions and comments during and after the show at Twitter, hashtag SAPRADIO. Now, let's get back to Coffee Break with Game Changers. Here we are. We've got a packed segment. We are doing our part one of a five-week prediction special, our annual special, and we are packed. So let me tell you who our panelists are for this segment. We've got Prithvi Sen Sharma, Indian entrepreneur and founder at Prakshep, a data science company analyzing satellite imagery using artificial intelligence to make Earth data massively available for businesses and individuals at a planetary scale. Wow. We have Otto Schell. He's a member of the board of directors of the German speaker user group, DSAG. He leads the resorts, business process, and industry solution, globalization, innovation. And Otto, I don't know if you're still a GM, but Otto has been one of our car guys on our Future of Cars with Game Changers series for the past three years. Uh, we don't have Tammy Reese yet. Okay, we've got Elizabeth Milne. Elizabeth comes to us very often on our financial excellence with Game Changers shows. She's an SAP Senior Director of Product Market focusing on financial close to disclose solutions and we have Dirk Lanzer he's an SAP go-to-market director and client principal for key large global accounts at DXC Technology and he has leadership positions on his resume from HP Enterprise HP and Atos so welcome all Prithvi you're up first give me two minutes what are your best predictions for 2018 go Hi, Bonnie. Um, yeah, uh, so in terms of uh, um, technology, probably we are going to be seeing far more simpler and much more uh, practical applications um, of the new kind of emerging technologies that we are seeing. Um, um, essentially, we could see some of these technologies penetrating more into uh, um, the under-serviced or the uh, um, uh, kind of site which is still lies in some parts of the developing world. Um, uh, so we could see far more simpler technologies as in um, the first wave, which was uh, which basically involved 
mobile technology there's going to be a second wave um, which is going to integrate a lot of these uh, these folks into um, far uh, how can i put it uh, richer services than what uh, what what is available now so um, probably the uh, year or so or the, or the one after that is going to be a, we're going to look at the you know, rationalization of the emerging technologies that are out there and uh, practical applications ground applications um, of the same um, we expect a lot of failures to happen um, but we also expect a, a lot of fair amount of breakthroughs uh, because essentially you're still looking at a social angle um, when you're looking at uh, the impact of technology so that that kind of remains uh, uh, it goes without saying that you'll have to factor uh, these things and try and fail um, with the application of these technologies so um, good learning time i think for the entire industry and really really exciting Thank you very much. We're excited to hear from you. And now let's go to Otto Shelm, one of my car guys. Otto, how are you? And let's have your predictions, please. Bonnie, I'm doing very well, and I hope the world is doing very well, too, because what you are seeing is that uh, in, the, in the data and process world, sovereignty is already getting disrupted. So whoever believes he can stand alone or can do something alone uh, knows that it will fail which means also that the, the balance of uh, power is completely changing. Society, government are not more the empowered. It's, it's the big companies which are driving the change. And then what's happening to all of us in the IoT world, it's faster, faster, faster. So there will be, in, in a couple of years, zero reaction time where you can still do change management. It will happen to you. And then I strongly believe that a lot of discussions going on in direction of gamification substitutes learning. So... What I mean is very simple. Digitalization is already leading. Breakover, break-even is already done, and we are humans. We are following, and that is a new position we are normally we determine. Now we are following. So my prediction for 2018 is that uh, what I always call the social architecture means um, how can technology and humans, customer, whatever you call it, and will be the new guidance, and who doesn't follow this will die. So digitalization is leading, humans are following, will bring us to following buzzwords in 2018, collaboration, coexistence, and symbiosis. Wow, that's powerful, Otto. Thank you very much. I'm trying to digest that, listen to you, and tweet at the same time. Thank you. Let's turn to Elizabeth Milne. Elizabeth, we're ready for you. What do you see in anything on the finance side? Talk to me. Yeah, absolutely. You knew that's the direction I was going is finance. That's what I like to talk about. But uh, yeah, what I definitely see is the continuation of the transformation of the finance department in the digital age and the technology that's available today. The things that are happening to the finance department are, are really instrumental. I've heard with the predictions from, from Nancy to Brian to Prithi, all of them mentioned simplification. So being able mm-hmm. to simplify those processes in finance in order to centralize, standardize, automate. The whole concept of continuous accounting I see to continue to be adopted out there. So being able to take that financial close and move it throughout the period and then fold into that as a prediction using predictions. So being able to do a predicted close. So earlier on in the period, getting a better idea of what those numbers are going to look like at, uh, at period end. And the purpose of that is to be able to make uh, better decisions and be able to course correct sooner rather than waiting until 15 days after the period to know what those finance information is. 
And then I would say my last prediction is that this is a newer thing. What I just mentioned has been happening, and I think it's going to get adopted. And I think what's coming is going to be the use of that voice recognition aspect and combine that with finance. So what happens if I ask my mobile phone, what is the inventory of store XYZ in this city? And being able to have my phone tell me that straight up or be able to say, what are my sales in this division in this country? Being able to have that type of thing with an Alexa or Google or Siri or whatever, but have a, a, a finance <laughs> voice there that will be able to tell you your financial information. Thank you, Elizabeth. And I am pleased to announce that uh, your colleague Chris Grundy has renewed the Financial Excellence with Game Changers series for next year, and I am thrilled. So I know you're going to be part fantastic. of that. Looking forward to more. Yep. It is fantastic. We need our finance input. We need to know what's transforming the industry. Dirk Lonzer at DXC Technology. I'm ready for you, Dirk. What do you have to say? So my prediction for 2018 are that um, companies will continue to invest in digital business, business extensions, making or digitizing business processes, not taking existing, let's say, manual business processes and, uh, and, and, and trying to make it just faster. It's, it's going to be a rewriting or it's going to be a redesign, a real redesign of, of the business process as a, as a real um, revolution, not just an evolution. And uh, that obviously ties in with uh, more compute power. It ties in with cloud computing. It ties in with artificial intelligence, where we, where we see that a lot more companies will adopt these technologies, especially, for example, in the healthcare sector and the services industry. Uh, we will deploy, we will see the deployment of uh, a lot of chatbots taking over uh, a, a lot of these, a, a lot of these jobs for yeah, these functions. So these are my my prediction for for next year. It's it's going to continue. It's going to continue much faster. And as Otto said already, it's um, either you do it or you will die. I, th- I think um, the companies we know today, a lot of these companies in in ten years will not exist anymore because if they miss this this trend, yeah, there's no survival. There's no second chance. Very interesting. That do or die is popping up all over the place. Do we have Tammy Reese? Did she call in, Aaron? Or no, we don't have Tammy. Okay, she missed this one. Okay, I'm going to go around the table and I have a very personal question. We have a little bit of chat time here, which is a wonderful thing on a show that's this heavily scheduled. So I'm going to ask uh, Prithi, uh, Prithi, what are you planning to drink for the holidays or for New Year's that's really special? You want to tell me something? Prithvi, are you there? Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, 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 it's going to be uh, masala chai, which is uh, a masala tea in English. I think uh, patients are not, or whenever you're working, it's a really nice thing to have. Okay, that sounds delicious. I like that. i got to try that sometime. And Otto Shell, Otto, are you still playing techno music, and are you still driving a tricked-out SUV? we got to know that. And what are you drinking for the holidays? Well, I, I don't drink anything different what you expect. It's coffee. But it may, deva- may really deviate what I put into the coffee. Yes. It depends really on the day. It can be everything. It can be nothing, but can be nice amaretto, grappa, or so. So to make the world a little bit more dizzy. <laughs> I know I have a question. Will you ever switch to an autonomous self-driving car? Are you ever going to give up the pleasure of your special automobile? The truth. 
Um, I, will, I will switch, and I had a discussion with Japanese uh, automakers a couple of weeks ago, and I told them I'm driving since 30 years autonomous because I always sit in the back. So, um, <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yes. Autonomous for us is more that you'll be free for doing what you want to do. There you go. Thank you. Elizabeth Millen, planning. Anything special to drink for the holidays? Tell me. Well, my drink of choice is an apple martini, and what's fantastic about it is that an apple martini is green, and you put a red cherry in it, so then you get the red and green for the holidays, so it's a very good holiday drink. <laughs> Whoa, I like that. Got to try any special. Uh, what, what alcohol goes in that? Do you have a favorite brand you're allowed to tell us, Elizabeth? Uh, I'm a, a Matito's vodka girl myself, so I like the All-American vodka, and then uh, just the, the, the pucker, apple pucker, the, the, just those two ingredients right there make it nice and simple. Very nice. Simplification is one of our key words for next year, so you're right <laughs> on track. And uh, thank you for that. And Dirk Lanzer, what are you going to be drinking for the holiday? Well, I said two German. Um, last time I was in Germany in October, I bought some uh, Glühwein mix, and uh, I'm going to cook up some Glühwein with uh, some nice spices and food in there. That sounds delicious. And I, as the three of you know, I keep saying they don't let me anywhere near caffeine on radio show days. And this is a hectic day. So I'm still drinking cool, clear water, but from a very special vintage mug from the 70s that was given away as a promotion from Nestle and the Nest Cafe Company. Otto may remember it. I'm not sure. Uh, and let me see now. We still have two minutes. So I'm going to open it up. For, for one and a half minutes, anybody have one more prediction? Whoever speaks first gets the time. One more prediction that you think will really rock the world. Nothing political, of course, that you'd really like to share. Uh, one person, whoever speaks first gets the time. One minute left. Who wants to go? One more prediction. Yeah, I put something in front of a lot of people, which is uh, saying that um, we are used as humans to be learning by doing. Yeah. And uh, uh, now doing by learning, which means we have long-term education, 15, 20 years, and machine learning is completely different. It's, it's learning by doing. It's immediately. And this will change our entire life, how we see education in the future. Thank you very much. Anybody else have a quickie? He didn't use the whole time. Uh, Elizabeth or Dirk or Prithvi, quick 30-second prediction. One more. Nothing? Okay. I'm going to say thank you to the four of you. It's been a real pleasure. <laughs> you, you, you know what they say, if you want to write an hour speech, you can do it in five minutes, but you got to write a 90-second speech, and it takes three months. I think that was an Einstein quote, something like that. I want to thank so much Prithvi and Otto and Elizabeth and Dirk. Pleasure to have you on. I wish you all happy holidays. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. Don't even think of touching that mouse, that app, that dial. We have three more guests coming up and a lot more predictions. So we'll be right back. Aaron out. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The time for enterprise mobility is now, according to IDC. By 2013, over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology, comprising 34.9% of the workforce. The impact of mobility on business is clear. Increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision-making in real time, no matter where they are. SAP and Sybase and SAP Company offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP. 
SAP systems for secure access to business processes anytime, anywhere, and on any device. www.sap.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're enjoying Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. You can send an email to bonnie.d.gram at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet your questions and comments during and after the show at Twitter, hashtag SAPRADIO. Now, let's get back to Coffee Break with Game Changers. Yes, indeed, here we are. This is part four of part one of 2018 Prediction Specials. Thrilled to be here. Four more guests. We're going to see what they have to say. Let me tell you who they are in a minute. I'll be introducing you to Tammy Reese. She founded Good to Great Product Strategy to help passionate leaders develop good ideas into great products. And she created Just Not Sorry to help women and men be more confident communicators with a simple Gmail plugin. We have Gary Adams, Gary L. Adams, to be exact, industry principal at Vistex. We have uh, cloud SAP platform go-to-market, global VP of ecosystem and all of that, Torsten Lydock, thrilled okay. to have him here. And we have Barb, Barbara Giamanco, the co-author of The New Handshake, Sales Meets Social Media, and CEO of a company called Social Centered Selling. Tammy Reese, you're up. One and a half minutes. Let's keep it real short. If we have extra time, we'll add more. So, Tammy, what are your predictions, please? I think that the biggest prediction I have is that the workplace is going to continue to become more and more remote and more and more distributed teams, and that the companies that figure out how to keep their teams collaborating and communicating well, even though they are not necessarily in the same place, will be the companies that rise above. So there are going to be even more tools out there that help us collaborate, hopefully a much better video chat platform. Okay, I think we lost Tammy. That was a great one, though. Thank you very much, Tammy. We'll see if we can reconnect with you. And now let's go to, I don't hear her, so let's move on, Gary L. Adams at Vistex. And by the way, Gary has worked for, oh, we got you. Yeah, all right, finish your prediction. Go ahead, Tammy. Sorry, I I didn't realize you couldn't hear me um, until you said that. So I'll try that again. Apologies. Uh, What I was saying was that the future of work really involves a much more distributed team with remote workers. So we're going to see more and more tools that help people collaborate efficiently and effectively, better video conferencing tools, and the companies that uh, that figure out how to maintain collaborative environments, even though people are not sitting next to each other, are the companies that will rise above. So any investment in technology that helps with collaboration across time zones and places will be what really sets people apart. Thank you. Excellent. We haven't had any on that so far. Gary L. Adams at Vistex now. Gary worked for CP Manufacturers, and he has had 40 years in the CP industry. Gary, I love the picture of you in the tux. Great tie, by the way. Gary L. Adams, you're up. What's your prediction, please? Uh, Consistent with our our last discussion, I I really think we're going to start to see a lot of, particularly in consumer products, all channels, 
moved towards their customer annual planning and execution processes becoming outsourced. Uh, we've seen over the years uh, teams build up their own skill sets in sales planning or trade marketing and account management. They've added additional data. They've gone out and purchased software and implemented, moved to software as a solution. So I, I see it as an logical step given the sophistication required, that they're going to start to outprocess the pre-planning, analytic, you know, deliver me back using all of my information that I can make available to you, deliver me back two or three plan options that I can assess and then go to execution on and allow me to monitor and track and be nimble and quick and collaborative around those very sophisticated algorithmic-driven multi-data set-driven insights plans. Thank you. Very interesting. Thank you, Gary. I like that. Torsten Leidick, you're up. And Torsten, I have to welcome you, a special welcome, because you and I just talked about last week you're going to be sponsoring a brand-new Game Changers radio series with us next year, and I am very, very excited. So special welcome to you, Torsten. And Torsten, please share your predictions. Sure, absolutely. And thank you, Bonnie. So, yeah, I'm, my prediction is really that, you know, after Alexa and Siri have been established at home, that the artificial intelligence and machine learning will become mainstream at all on the business side in 2018. And what this means is really that all the apps, the solutions and services companies will provide will have a machine learning component embedded. And this will actually touch multiple other technology areas and also accelerate them like IoT, big data, and blockchain. Um, you can break it down in three categories. One is really around advanced analytics and big data plays where the aggregation of structured data, unstructured data, central and distributed data sources will really allow, you know, to create new business model, uh, new data-driven business models and personal data models, you know, due to um, AI and machine learning. But you will also see this supported by ingestion of data pipelines and other um, big data plays. The second big area will be around business process automation. We'll see that there will be a high degree of back-end processing, where, which is currently being done really in an interactive mode, and transactional mode is really being done, I guess, in an automated fashion. You know, and this also leads over to machine uh, to the industry for zero scenarios, where you have IoT and other, obviously, um, scenarios where you have connected devices or goods. And then you have the third area, which is around custom experience, where you will see um, more and more scenarios, intelligence layers between humans and systems, which will basically become the new interface. And when you think about natural language support, so will basically guide and manage our applications and solutions or navigate websites much more by voice rather than just by click. And I think we will also get used much more to human-like uh, virtual assistants and boats. Um, you know, I think it will impact really all the industries and LOBs, but then I think what we will see as well as a kind of counter-movement is that there will be likely a much significantly larger debate around, um, you know, the ethical aspect of using AI and how this impacts people and society, and this is not just related to automation and replacement of workforce, but also obviously the opportunity for highly skilled workers and maybe new professions. 
but also how far do we allow AI to influence and determine our decision-making and personal experiences in our you know, daily lives. Thank you very much, Torsten. Articulate as I expected. And Barb Giamanco, I saved exactly two minutes for you. We're almost done. Barb, let's have it. All right, Bonnie. Thanks for having me back. As always, Mm -hmm. my predictions are going to focus around sales, marketing, and service. The first thing sort of ties to what Thorsten talked about in that uh, the sales experience will be more focused on better quality messaging, insight when engaging buyers, much more strategic in the way that uh, salespeople will think about creating great customer experiences from the first moment they interact with someone before they become a customer. Tying on to that, I think we're going to see the evolution of artificial intelligence in selling. So it's going to be more about uh, more than just automating the repetitive tasks. It's going to be much more sophisticated and help sales leaders and salespeople focus on things like what's happening on the team, sales team and rep quality, uh, lead and opportunity quality. It'll help to surface opportunities for reps to cross-sell, upsell. It'll let reps know when there are potential barriers to buying decisions. So I, I see AI moving to a whole different, more sophisticated level in helping the sales teams and sales leaders be much more effective. And so that's what I've got for 2018. Thank you very much. Thank you to all of you. I still have about two minutes, which is golden here on live radio, as you can imagine. So I'm going to go around the table. You know, we always ask what's in your cup today. Well, I'm going to flip that topic a little bit and ask each of you very quickly, what are you planning to drink over the holidays? It could be Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, or New Year's. So Tammy Reese, quickly, what do you plan to have in your glass or cup for the holidays? Tammy? Well, being based in New York City, it gets pretty cold, and I'm a very big fan of warm I remember that drink. Thank you. Gary Adams at Fistex, what are you going to be drinking for the holiday? Uh, something very special for a very special occasion this holiday. Uh, my wife and I are expecting to be grandparents in the next day uh, or two for the first uh, time. And so I have been saving a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue Label to toast the arrival of the new member of our family. We'll probably be drinking that through the holiday. Well, I'm going to say a hearty mazel tov to you, and I think you know what that means. At least somebody on this call probably does. Torsten Leidick, what are you going to be doing to celebrate the holidays? What's going to be in your cup, Torsten? Well, I think I will, you know, explore further gin and tonic. And the reason mm. for this, as you refer to, you know, the session coming up next year, which we found, you know, one of my colleagues is from Britain, and he told me the tonic water would be as important as the gin, which I was not aware of. So it op- opens up a completely new aspect and variety of combinations, and that's what I will pursue on the, week- on the vacation. Sounds lovely. Barb Giamanco, what's in your cup for the holiday, my dear? All right. Well, you know me, Bonnie. I'm going to be drinking plenty of red wine, but also during the holiday, I love the bubbly, so you can count on me to be cracking a bottle on some Italian Prosecco. There you go. That sounds good. And I will have something with a little caffeine or a little bubbly in it right now. It's just water for me. I want to say thank you. We actually heard from 15 thought leaders. I predicted, I promised, and we delivered 15 in 57 minutes. A big shout out and thank you to Aaron Keller at Voice America World Talk Radio, the business channel, for being my partner in crime here, getting everybody on and off the air on time. And I want to tell you a reminder, next Wednesday, December 13th, right here, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 
8 a.m. Pacific, we'll have part two, segment two of our 2018 annual prediction show. So I predict, and Torsten, you're included in this, I predict more than 14 radio series under the Game Changers banner in 2018. We have lots of renewals and we have several new shows. And I'm going to be starting a show with our colleagues in Singapore for APJ. Can you believe that? So we're bringing on a brand new series on top of other series. So thank you to everyone. And here's my call to action. Fasten your seatbelt. And if you drink over the holidays, don't drive. You know that. Fasten your seatbelt. What are you waiting for? Go out and be a game changer today like all of my wonderful panelists. Talk to you next week on part two of our 2018 prediction special. Bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in to Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. To keep the Coffee Break conversation going, tweet your questions and comments to Twitter, hashtag pound sign S-A-P-R-A-D-I-O. Please join your host, Bonnie D. Graham, again next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.